Catherine and Tass sit around and talk about stuff. Catherine and Tass sit around and talk about stuff. Catherine and Tass sit around and talk about stuff. Catherine and Tass sit around and talk about stuff. Hi guys, you're very welcome back to another episode of Muslim A Cat in a Chat. I am the cat. Um, I hope you're keeping well and had a lovely bank holiday weekend. There's just a real lovely feeling of hope or something in the atmosphere. Like, you know, things are slowly but surely going back to normal. Um, and that's really great. Anyway, we have a great episode lined up for you today. Um, so as some of you may or may not know, we are actually coming towards the end of the holy month of Ramadan. And Taz and I kind of felt we didn't want it to pass by without marking it in some way. So today our little chat is all about our friendship and some of the kind of misconceptions that we have encountered, that people have about Islam. Um, sometimes I know for me it's easy to kind of assume that people know what I know um, and what I've been able to learn through my friendship with Taz. And that's not the case. And unfortunately, a lot of people do still have a lot of misconceptions about Muslims and Islam. And we just kind of felt like we've got this little platform and it's really important to use it to kind of help dispel those things. And because we don't really talk on this podcast about our friendship in those kind of terms. And, you know, it is possible to bridge gaps and to be friends and have really truly deep friendship with people who are completely different than us in a lot of ways because at the end of the day we're all so alike (laughs) despite our differences um but I really do hope you enjoyed today's episode we really enjoyed recording it um and we'd really love any kind of feedback any other questions that you might have we'd be really happy to answer them anyway I'm gonna leave it there I hope you really enjoy the episode Okay, Tasneem. So, um, as we both know, we're we're heading into the last ten days of Ramadan, which, of course, is the most important because uh, that was when the Holy Quran was revealed. Yes, um, of course. Yeah, yeah. that is accurate. Um, thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, but how has this uh, Ramadan been for you? So, uh, this this Ramadan has been um, a little bit easier than last Ramadan. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it was it's been hard in. Um, it's been hard in isolation I guess you could say it's like it's more kind of a community thing when Mm -hmm. like everyone like people always ask you know like or people are always like why are you excited for Ramadan like this this is so this is so weird like why are you so excited and the thing is um it is an exciting time because you you feel that lift of spirituality Mm -hmm. like you, you feel that lift of community and you also get to, you know, like share this time with so many people within, you know, even with within the Muslim community, but also like 
like my non-Muslim friends, like inviting them to dinner when it's time to break the fast mm-hmm. and things like that. All of those things were kind of put on hold yeah. um, over, over, over this period. 2020 was hard. It felt really long. It felt never ending. And it just was a real slog to get through. I'm finding it easier this Ramadan because like all of us, we kind of know what we're dealing with a little bit better. Yeah. Um, so it's been, a, it's been a lot easier this Ramadan, I have to say. Mm-hmm. And has there been anything you could do to incorporate that kind of feeling of community this Ramadan or? I think, um, I think like a, a lot of things have been done virtually. So like mm-hmm. there's kind of been like, you know, kind of virtual sessions where you kind of talk about spirituality or like yeah. I was reflecting on one of my you know like first like one of the first kind of real like ramadans as a child so those kind of things have been nice to experience um you know like i'm fortunate enough to you know like live with somebody who's also muslim so we get to kind of make these extraordinary dinners together and also pray together and i suppose that kind of fosters a little bit of that kind of community and spirit um so like yeah it lessens it a bit i also kind of meet with friends you know other muslim friends for Mm -hmm. like walks and stuff like that and we can kind of just talk about how our days are going fasting like how it is to you know um you know like get through the days and just enjoy a little bit of exercise and stuff like that so that's kind of been how i've been fostering spirituality Mm -hmm. i guess during Mm -hmm. this very different time yeah yeah um and this obviously is more uh our second ramadan apart tazzy it is yes yeah and um i'm missing it a lot i really get a lot out of it as well and like i feel like well like i learn a lot obviously but it's just it there's a different energy i think it's really lovely it's actually really lovely month even for someone who's not a practicing muslim just to be a part of it i think it's really special to feel like you're a part of something like that um so I'm really missing it um yeah like what kind of like I always you know like you're coming at it from the different you know different mm-hmm. point of view completely I mean do you remember kind of your first real Ramadans or even your first real Ramadan with me kind of thing you know like experiencing like me fasting for example what would have been your earliest memory do you think um yeah like I mean because I suppose we wouldn't be together a lot during the day when you'd be fasting. It was more in the evening time when I'd see kind of just, I don't know, there's like a peace in it. You know, it's hard. I can't imagine how difficult it is, but there's such a peace and a lovely atmosphere in the house. That was something that always stuck out to me, like that there was just a really nice atmosphere. And I always was like, I don't know how you're doing this. Um, but it was lovely and I really just enjoyed even like just the iftars and feeling like it's just that sense of community there's something lovely and seeing people coming over and how important it is to share that kind of generosity Mm -hmm. yeah the iftars of course are dinners yeah sorry yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. um like like do you remember a time before we lived together like a ramadan before we lived together yeah well, I suppose I don't know when we were in college I guess and we were studying yeah and we were fasting and we were like doing our masters and stuff that was oh, yeah. rough like I don't know how you were managing everything um mm. but I think 
I like I mean I remember we had Muslim girls in my class in school and we knew they were fasting but you didn't know I really didn't appreciate what was happening either you know because I guess there's just not there wasn't as open a dialogue so yeah you know it opened my eyes a lot like there is a shift you know there is a like that what you're what you're describing that peace that spiritual shift you you're experiencing even you know Mm -hmm. when like living together that's how we get through it you know like it's not a chore for us like like it's it's at the beginning of ramadan it's a little bit different it's a little bit like okay our routines have changed a good bit you know because you're not focusing on on food or water like during this period because of course during the holy month of ramadan um i would get up around you know before sunset around 3 a.m and i would have you know like a small breakfast and some water and then i would not have anything including water during the course of the day till sunset Mm -hmm. which is around nine o'clock in the evening now Mm -hmm. um so um like getting used to that new routine that that's like that's the probably the first maybe week or two into ramadan you're just trying to get just get get your feet on the ground um in that regard but i do remember now that you're saying it doing our dissertation and our masters and because again that ramadan was over the summer and i found like that was kind of difficult in a sense because i think like it was when we were doing our, our our dissertations we always had like these breaks and they'd mm-hmm. always revolve around food for us yeah. and yeah. so <laughs> kind of like that that w- that was difficult because I felt yeah. like I couldn't give myself a break and in, in like at times like that and mm-hmm. uh, because you're kind of like okay I'll give myself a break and you're just like watching people eat or yeah, yeah. you know and like that's a funny thing too because I mean I suppose everyone's in like like if you were to ask people individually um if you were to ask them oh like oh do you mind if i eat in front of you is is it okay yeah. i've been asked that so much it it is okay um like i'd hate for people and i know like a lot of my muslim friends would agree with me and um, family would hate for people to kind of like feel like you know like we're inconveniencing them because yeah that's not like we we already know what we're doing we're already enjoying this process mm-hmm. um um what's it called we just we just like being with you or hanging yeah. out with you or keeping a little bit of a routine like i don't like do, like i'd have a weekly coffee with a friend and we keep that routine i just yeah. join her while she drinks her coffee and eats you know her yeah. muffin and yeah like i just enjoy the experience of just kind yeah. of like keeping like a little bit of a routine because so much has shifted during this time yeah well I think I suppose those are the things that people don't know yeah that it's um I guess you know it's not out of badness I can imagine how frustrating it is or to have the yeah no we don't drink water conversation a million times but it's I suppose those are the things that people don't realize they don't realize it yeah but also I have to say I really admire people for actually asking I mean like you can be like like it is a it is a running joke in the like you know kind of Muslim memes and social media like not even water kind of thing Mm -hmm. but like I admire people who ask and actually like even can acknowledge it like acknowledging that Ramadan like like just even to say like 
you know, happy Ramadan or Ramadan mm-hmm. Mubarak or Ramadan Kareem. Just like that acknowledgement means so much to me, especially as a minority, because like so many things kind of like go unnoticed or, you know, unsaid kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So like that, that little bit of acknowledgement is just great for just makes it really makes kind of it really makes a huge impact on, on me. I know for sure, you know, mm-hmm. and other you know, like Muslims within my, within my community and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, I think that is the most important thing to know is that mm. there is an openness. You know, I think that people are, I don't know, maybe it's an Irish thing as well, like almost afraid to ask. You don't want to pry into other people's business, or maybe they don't want to talk about it. And it's not as if it's a secret, you know. No, I think that's the thing that people are a bit like. Ooh. Sure, if it's you on know. RT news, it's grand. Like, just, <laughs> just, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I suppose a lot of what um, we kind of were aiming to do with this podcast as well is to talk about those things that maybe people are afraid to ask, you know. Um, so I think for me anyway, I know that people... I sometimes feel like uh, a bit of a gateway for people to ask questions that they have sometimes. And I think that can be strange for me. A, little a gateway bit. to the Muslim community because almost, you're, yeah, because your friend is Muslim. Yeah. You know, oh, and even okay. kind of that people like I've have friends who will ask me questions because they actually don't know Muslim people or have yeah. not. I mean, maybe not taking opportunities to ask a Muslim person, which is, you know, I don't know. I think sometimes you and I live in our little bubble a bit because it's like, oh, yeah, obviously people know these things. And it is funny, not funny, but it's just a bit sad, I think, when I step back and go, actually, so many people haven't had the interactions that I've had. And I count myself very lucky, like I've met so many really lovely people through you and in the Muslim community and it's really sad to me I know so many people who don't and that there is that kind of hesitance to ask a question or something you know yeah I mean I I guess when you're in the minority you don't really feel it kind Mm -hmm. of thing so it's only through you that like it surprised me a little bit kind of thing that people are so hesitant and mm-hmm. and I have to say you're completely supported in that argument you're presenting to me right now because I haven't like people don't ask me those questions I don't yeah. like people I like people like through you or like mm-hmm. you know even you know it'd only be really close friends who'd feel like they could ask me those questions so mm-hmm. yeah no I would totally I totally believe that argument yeah. is valid um I like one of the biggest shifts I would say for like um, people asking questions or even my friends being open to asking questions I have to say was like is religion in schools and Mm -hmm. being a learning religion um, on the curriculum that was a huge change like I was taught like I went to a Gwelt school a primary school that was completely in Irish and we went through a series of like like learning things for the communion and a lot yeah. of that time I was I was off drawing something on the blackboard because I wasn't learning these songs. I wasn't, yeah. you know, I wasn't part of it. I wasn't part of the the communion. 
uh, communion um, yeah. celebrations and things like that. So like I'd, and I was the only Muslim in this mm-hmm. Irish school at the time. So this would have been like the 90s, uh, the 1990s. Yeah. So a big, huge like change I noticed was in secondary school where religion mm-hmm. was part of the curriculum. And I remember being like, I remember being like, whoa, this is really weird because we're not only learning about Catholicism, but we're also learning about Islam, my religion and Buddhism. And we're learning about the philosophers and Socrates and, Mm -hmm. you know, all of these different, you know, like like even going back into classical religion. This was completely different. And I... It allowed by introducing students to like these different faiths, Islam, Christianity, by introducing students to this, Mm -hmm. it allowed students, allowed my friends to feel like they could ask these questions because we were learning about Islam in school. And that's when people started to ask me questions. And it felt amazing to be able to talk about my faith and talk about something that means so much to me and it felt fantastic to have the opportunity to like be like like validated through the curriculum Mm -hmm. that like you know this it's something worth learning do you know and I always like I don't I look at like my catholic education and my like going through like um Catholic schools you know whether they be primary or secondary mm-hmm. throughout my life and I don't feel like I like I feel more enriched yeah. because of my Catholic education I can read a book by Joyce or Beckett and understand where they're coming from and understand the Christianity or the symbolism or the like you know, if I was to look at like a love story by Samuel Beckett and like that pull with 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 um, Jesus and God, the main character has, that's all enriched because of my Catholic education and like and it continued on, you know, like in secondary school where, you know, my friends were able to understand me and understand a majority of the world's population by just being introduced to mm-hmm. Islam through the curriculum, do you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, I mean, it really highlights how important it is to have that education Absolutely. still. You know, with, yeah, you know, and even like just to do it better, like to not have you standing in the corner drawing a picture because you're not making your communion, yeah. you know? And like in fairness... Just, we can be better I will say this that like at the time I was the only one not doing the communion I was the only kind of Mm -hmm. mixed race um um yeah child in the school and I -hmm. remember I wasn't doing my so I, I wasn't doing the communion obviously but there was a communion picture and everybody was in their, you know, white robes and because everyone wore mm-hmm. a like the same uniform. It was a mixed school, white. Um, it was kind of like a white dress with the large um, cross in it, uh, like um, 
Yeah. Um, coming up the center piece of these these beautiful gowns, and everyone was wearing them except me, obviously. And I remember mm-hmm. um, them doing the school picture and being very like, oh, right, okay, like, oh, I'm not going to be in this because I'm here in my bright green uniform. But my foster, my, like, principal had none of this. He was like, this child is being included in this photo and he would have none of the, oh. none of it that I would not be included in every single photo and like I definitely did ruin ruin if you will the scenic nature of this the aesthetic, <laughs> the aesthetic. Of this <laughs> photo because I did hear parents say that afterwards unfortunately um and I can understand where they were coming from but I remember at the time being included in this photo meant the world to me and I didn't realize how much it meant to me until my foster fought for me to be in it and that was the real that was the real change kind of thing yeah that's so sad that parents would actually say something about you ruining their communion picture that's so like short-sighted I guess like I I, and in, in a way I can kind of understand where they're coming from in an aesthetic sense so like yeah again I suppose I just it kind of saddens me that I was like I heard it came back to me as a a young child kind of thing yeah um yeah 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 and you knew it like uh, to be made to feel so different at such a young age is so hard like that it is yeah I mean I always felt that like different um I remember, for example, like, and it's funny that like I went to, um, I went to like a Catholic school, obviously, and I remember being in like junior and prince and like really excited about blessing myself with the holy water. <laughs> and like being told later that like this wasn't something I, I like, like, uh, you know yeah or like um I always I can still see it like being really like going and dipping my finger and blessing myself um I was always I felt like it was like this this protection kind of thing um yeah and I like I like before I knew one like like Sora which is you know chapter or prayer in the Quran mm-hmm. I knew my Hail Mary prayers in English and Irish do you know so like you know it was wow, like yeah. it was a different yeah. like it was lear- a continual learning continual um mm-hmm. building on it you know um i was i was tying in two different faiths you know into my you know yeah and that, like yeah 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 and it's just i mean i don't know i think what you're highlighting to me is how important it is for Irish children to have the same exposure to different cultures like that you what you have gained from that kind of duality is something that we all need and I hope that nowadays it's better but I do feel like our generation maybe suffered a little bit because we didn't have it as much I know you're kind of talking about that you did in school but I know when I was in school like the first we really heard about that would have been in secondary secondary school. school for me too yeah yeah 
you know so I think yeah there's a real gap there that yeah that needs to be filled and I suppose look we're adults we have to educate ourselves but yeah it's hard I think there's just such a hesitance now which is sad yeah and I can't Um, like I remember being in primary school and trying to like I wanted to like I wanted to you know like like try a bit of fasting you know I was never pressured by my Mm -hmm. parents or anything like that but like it meant a lot to me it meant a lot to me to experience um like Ramadan and like although I'd my parents my mom would always pack me a lunch even when I said I was fasting so like if I did want to like if I couldn't you know fast I had the option there and some days I did mm-hmm. eat the lunch, some days I didn't, you know, because I, I was going to fast. And my parents were really kind of, yeah. you know, like they were good and supportive like that. But I remember being very embarrassed in first class, mm-hmm. being very embarrassed that they that people might ask why I'm not eating my lunch or people might, you know, be asked uh-huh. questions or or that my teacher might give out to me like kind of thing. Mm-hmm. but like like you said like yeah. had that conversation or had those things been introduced in primary school or hey look like this is this is what Eid is it's like Christmas it's a celebration for Muslims or yeah you know like it would yeah. have made such a world of difference I probably like mm-hmm. I would have felt a lot more accepted kind of thing I wouldn't have felt so a fringe kind yeah. of thing yeah yeah and that's something I think is important as well for people to know that you're not forced yeah, to fast and there are you know like I'm sure you can talk more but there's certain like if you're not well you shouldn't fast and things like that like I don't think people realize yeah. that like I'm you know. sure you can list off like I'm sure after yeah well <laughs> I sure can Tazzy here we go <laughs> but yeah like if you're if you're older or if you're pregnant or if you've got some kind of illness or you know that there's loads of different reasons why you shouldn't yeah. fast and your fast kind of doesn't count yeah really, like you can't it? like so if you're taking medication for example and you insist on fasting mm-hmm. your, your your fast doesn't count Islamically because you're you've been told you have to take medication you've been told you know like like you can't mistreat yeah. yourself you can't mistreat you know mm-hmm. um like your body like that so you know and, yeah you know like you said pregnancy and old age and and like there mm-hmm. are people i know who can't fast and they just you know like they just partake in the praying or the quran and and i know mm-hmm. that some people miss it like it like it feels like I know it's yeah. funny like it feels like a punishment do you know like when you can't fast mm-hmm. during Ramadan sometimes so yeah I really like you know it is really hard when you can't like you're on medication or you can't generally can't fast so mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. you know like that's a reality for many yeah. Muslims as well so yeah and I think that's that is there's so much yeah. choice I think that's what people fixate on. Well, oh, you have to fast and you can't drink water and you can't do this. Like there's choice. It's nobody's forcing you to do these things. Um, and I, I think from my conversations with people, I think that's a big misconception. 
is how much is not your choice mm-hmm. and I suppose that kind of ties in a lot with people's perception of the hijab as well you know this kind of like oh you're being forced to wear it and it's not yeah. your choice and obviously that's not it's the case not, you know and I that's important I think oh it's definitely not the case and again it kind of goes into this you know like you know further conversations about women's choice and you know like you know the ability like Mm -hmm. having to choose for a woman it's for a woman it's 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 like marred in history it's you know it's like like for example um early colonizers to the middle east and muslim countries were saying we need to liberate these women and they need to they, they need yeah. to know they don't they have a choice they can take they can take off the hijab and they can you know this that or the other but yet they weren't allowing women to vote in these countries do you know at the time mm-hmm. and, or like women weren't allowed to have you know like rights to inheritance but in the muslim world women have a right to inheritance women have a right mm-hmm. from 1500 years ago to divorce so like it was just like yeah again like it, like it's it's continual and we're seeing it to this day when it comes to women and their choice to cover or not to cover and again it's other people having a debate about a person's choice mm-hmm. and about a person's you know re- religiosity and that's that's very unfair to take that away from somebody yeah yeah it's so sad it's really sad that you're like with the early colonizers you could literally be talking about right now yeah yeah you know that that argument is still happening it's insane you know and i just i i I just i don't it makes me so angry like i know i get really like if someone asks me about hijabs i get really like don't start this shite now like it's not it's not a I, ju- I don't know what it is. It's just such an assumption that you must be have a sad life that people are making you do this thing. And you're the people who make that assumption are doing what they think is happening. Do you know what I mean? By being like, I'm deciding for you that you are being forced to do this. You're doing the very thing that you think you're Absolutely. pushing against. And, you know, like it is it is difficult to be visibly you know like associated or like before you even see me you know my religion before you even see me Mm -hmm. you've already created a perception whether it be true or false but it's not easy to wear the hijab so like making a choice like that i'm not doing this half-heartedly do you know this is this is something i've really thought about this is something that I've mm-hmm. debated, you know, um, like, so especially like in non-Muslim countries, you know, Absolutely. Um, yeah. so yeah, no, it, it is very much, you know, like, and like, don't get me wrong there. Are, I'm sure there are people within communities like, or pe- like different, you know, um, you know, like who don't have the experience of choice, but that happens in every every faith mm-hmm. and and exactly. every you know like cultural background so mm-hmm. again like why are we choosing like just because is it because it's the most visible you know is it you know and again yeah. 
like this comes back like this the very like comes back to a human right and a human right of a specific mm-hmm. gender again and it comes back to mm-hmm. the rights of women and again yeah them being taken away do you know um mm-hmm. by not allowing mm-hmm. that choice or that you know yeah um yeah 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 and i think as well you create you allow it to be a barrier then you know that it's it's like um almost like a visual kind of oh I can't you know that person is so different and I don't want to interact like I wonder how much because it's a visible thing that I can see how much that would stop people from you know chatting to you because okay I've got this preconceived thing in my head of who you are based on some cloth on your head like I just think it's it's really sad it really frustrates me yeah because it's I know how enriched my life has been by being open to Muslim culture and you know the people that I've met and it's just it it's frustrating and it makes me really sad that people are kind of turning themselves off to that and being so closed off to it does that make I don't know if I'm yeah, being no, clear what I, I'm saying like it saddens me too but thankfully I don't think about it too much because mm-hmm. I'm I'm going yeah. out every day you know um yeah so I'd hate to think that people aren't approaching me or talking to me because I'm wearing my job so mm-hmm. I, I don't I choose not to think about those things I guess um, yeah 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 it should I don't know I think I guess because I live in a weird double in that I'm around you a lot and obviously like the girls in the house and stuff but then like if I'm in Port Leash with other friends they're largely white Irish group and it's I can see the difference in experiences you know that yeah and I don't think I don't think anyone is consciously not being friends with people but I think there's a bias in us that we don't know is there you know we all have it and maybe it's just a fear of what is different but I feel like I do take it very seriously when someone asks me a question about Islam or about Muslims because I feel like I would rather they asked me a question than go and make a decision or google something and find out something you know I have a kind of almost a responsibility to be like no don't you know that's not what that is you know I don't know if that makes sense but like yeah I think it's just it's important I mean I suppose like for example that kind of mixed match of oh this is the other but how can I love the other because you know so it's Mm -hmm. like that would be something for example my Irish family might be like experiencing or that that different block where Mm -hmm. it's almost like yeah but you're like you're nearly the other but we're related kind of thing so yeah that's 
you know that's kind of also a ne- negotiation as well kind of thing mm-hmm. and it's a negotiation mm-hmm. for, for me too where I try to you know like there, I have a I have a limit obviously because of my faith of how much I can negotiate like I can go to yeah awake but I can't drink do you know I mean like these are yeah. the things that mm-hmm. I'm trying to negotiate in my hand my own spirituality and religiosity because I don't really feel comfortable around alcohol kind of thing but this is my this is my family do you know and I'm not going to Mm -hmm. disrespect my family who I love and who are you know like this means something to them that I'm here do you know yeah so it's a continual mm-hmm. negotiation and that that's the beauty of my faith is that it's all about intention so god knows my intention mm-hmm. do you know so i'm not like it's not a yeah i don't feel guilty about it you know kind of thing yeah um, and that's the way you kind of should really approach like that's the like like me being selfish and want like wanting the you know really wanting to be muslim and to be you know like um like to practice my faith but also not wanting to negotiate mm-hmm. other things you know like family and yeah friends and yeah. you know like beliefs um stuff like that so. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and that is i think people don't yeah. realize that that it's not an either or absolutely you know not no um yeah you know there's not it's not that black and white but I also think it's it's important because that's something people would say to me about you know and they don't drink and you know don't eat pork and stuff and I think what's important is like they're not sitting there being like oh it's really sad that I can't drink this pint like (laughs) do you know what I mean it's like yeah and like Irish people there's some Irish people who don't drink surprisingly but there are people who are Catholic and don't drink like what you know it's it's so funny to me that people fixate on that stuff maybe I don't know do they think like does is it like like I'm never sitting there judging you either for like having you know like I mean yeah that's just not gonna happen like I really don't care like yeah like I don't care what you do like I mean it's not I mean, just because mm-hmm. I go, it's like, but that happens with, that, with everything, do you know? Like, if you're like, oh, I'm being good now, I'm not going to have this bar of chocolate. And, you know, then and then you're there yeah. half, like, half a slice of cake in your mouth and you're like, oh, God, <laughs> what's it called? <laughs> do you know, she's judging me, do you know? I can honestly say, like, in, yeah. like, if you were to put that into, like, a Muslim context, I would, like... I wouldn't I wouldn't care how mm-hmm. much cake you're eating. Do you know what I mean? Like it just it doesn't factor into my head, you know? It's completely yeah. different. I like I don't like I don't sit there and take a tally of hmm, do you know like this 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 person is is you know doing this this and this but I'm not doing this this. It just like yeah. everybody yeah. everybody like like everybody is like people only really care about themselves <laughs> do you know what I mean exactly like, I don't want yeah. to sound mm-hmm. like really like because I know people are beautiful and open and but like as as a person myself 
Like, I'm only caring as a human. As a human. I'm only caring if, like, I have, like, lipstick on my, like, nose or, like, you know, if my hijab yeah, is askew yeah. or, like, and I'm, like, or I'm walking mm-hmm. down, like, oh, my God, I hope that my my butt doesn't look big in these jeans or, you know, like, I just kept mm-hmm. thinking about me constantly. Do you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. that's the exact yeah. same thing, you know, like yeah you know like i you just don't pay too much heat to other people you know Mm -hmm. yeah it's not because i do think people probably think it's kind of virtue signaling like that kind of well i'm not going to you know that's a really good point i do think that is probably it um and that's interesting what you're saying about your hijab as well like obviously people should tell you if your hijab is yeah off if bit. it's falling off, feel yeah, free to and tell I think me because it happens a lot. Like, yeah, just <laughs> yeah, but that's something I think people probably don't. You know, it's those little things that you and I take for granted that I think maybe people are like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I suppose, like some maybe, like I suppose it can be embarrassing because like I'm supposed to be covering my hair mm-hmm. here, but like. I mean, I like it goes with anybody. You kind of can tell by a person as well. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. And I think that's just, I, I hope that what people get from this is how, I know I've said it a lot, but how enriching it is to have friends that aren't exactly like you are. You know, I've learned so much and, I've eaten some amazing food and I've met some amazing people and I wouldn't have if I wasn't yeah, open. and in fairness, like, if you weren't, uh, if, if you, you demonstrated openness to me and that, 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 what's it called? That's really like, a, like, being so open has allowed me to be, like, even more open than I would have been to other experiences, mm-hmm. for example, where, like... Yeah um I saw like the, like how open you were to when I invited like I'd invite randomly 17 Muslim girls to our house and I'll tell you or like you know I <laughs> have this big dinner party or like this big iftar which is the breaking of the fast and and you'd come in back in from work and you'd be like you'd pull me aside and you'd be like Taz can you just can you just flag this with you me in future? Can you just maybe? I'm like, yeah, no, absolutely. But it's no just... intention to do it. Never happens. <laughs> What's it called? It's like, oh, yeah, there's yeah. going to be like four people for dinner. And then I walk in and there's like 10 people in the room. Like, oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, and Catherine's okay. the token Irish person at that. And that's very <laughs> rare. Like, for, like, you get to experience what it is to be a me the majority of the time. Um, Mm-hmm. very briefly yeah. kind of thing in those scenarios um mm-hmm. but yeah like um sorry i'm forgetting the point there i uh, i invited 17 muslim <laughs> girls that's that's where i've left off <laughs> but just that yeah it's it being yeah. open to that it's again, so important like you know um, you were like by by demonstrating that openness like there was a like a meditation course in the buddhist center and i mm-hmm. i would felt i would have felt maybe a bit awkward a bit like i'm definitely standing out yeah. here now if i wear a hijab and like i'm doing going down to do this mm-hmm. buddhist buddhist meditation course but 
meant a lot to you and I was like I could benefit and actually tie these meditation practices into my five daily prayers so this Mm -hmm. could be beneficial for me and okay you know I'm going to try this and I got a lot from that experience doing those meditation yeah uh, doing that meditation course and Mm -hmm. I like like I learned from you that openness and how much I saw how enriching it was for you and in the same breath it was the same for me in with with that yeah. course. Yeah. Well that's great. I think that's a lovely thing yeah, to end on. Good. So thanks so much. You're Tazzy. welcome. And uh what's called Ramadan Mubarak to everybody. Fasting, not fasting, uh celebrating, not celebrating. Um yeah, just going to the iftars for all the great food and being a token <laughs> Irish person. Absolutely, and uh, we'll definitely we'll definitely stick up some pictures of some of the the dinners, just so some of the dinners and the desserts. Because oh, yeah. as much as we say Ramadan's not about the food, it is about the food, and uh, that's one thing we definitely do share and enjoy together. So, mm-hmm. great, thanks, welcome, Salam everybody. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to subscribe to get new episodes as soon as they come out. Also, if you could take two minutes to like this episode and leave us a little review, we'd really appreciate it as it means we can reach as many people as possible. You'd really be helping us out. Finally, if you've any questions, comments or suggestions for future podcasts, we would love to hear them. We are at a Muslim Akatna chat on Instagram, a Muslim Akatna chat on Facebook, at MKNC pod on Twitter, or you can email us on a Muslim chat at gmail.com. See you next time.